Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber. And singer-songwriter Marciano Valley. Joining us today is LA-based singer-songwriter Kobe Mike. Kobe previously, uh, hey, <laughs> 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 Kobe previously fronted the popular band Gentleman Hall, and with them played alongside acts such as Young the Giant, CeeLo Green, All American Rejects, One Republic, and Beyonce, who no one's heard of. <laughs> and was award- they were also awarded uh, MTV Music Video Award in 2009. In 2014, Kobe left the band to record his first solo self-produced EP, and he worked with Grammy Award-winning engineer Tom Weir and all-star cast of musicians. We're excited to get to know more about him and hear all about his new EP. So, hey, Kobe, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on the show. No worries. That's the first time a guest has ever said hi during the bio. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. We're going to keep that. Oh, absolutely. First time for everything. Absolutely. So uh, we like to start off our shows by asking our guests to tell us three things about themselves that everyone should know. Oh, Lord. Um, (laughs) Three things about myself everyone should know. Well, I'm a hippie. Nice. Um, I I don't surf, although I wish I could. (laughs) And um, I really love tea. Well, you got me on two. Well, you got me on all three of those. Hippie, don't serve, love tea. What's your favorite kind of tea? Green tea? Um, probably green, but I yeah, switch it up. I like black tea. I like Earl Grey tea oh, a lot. of course. Uh, if yeah, you want yeah. that extra boost of caffeine. I, big right? time. Big so, time. Uh, what constitutes uh, being a hippie to you? Oh, um, you know. Besides yeah. living in the Valley of LA. <laughs> um, <laughs> organic food. Mm-hmm. Um you know, supporting like farmers markets, local farms, um, you know, just free love. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we're both hippies then. It's <laughs> yeah. all hippies. Are you vegetarian yeah, or yeah. vegan? No, no. Okay, I got one up on you. Pretty close. Pretty close. (laughs) Pretty close. Pretty close. Honestly, it's not competition. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke. No, you know what? It's actually a joke. I think it was The Simpsons. Are you a fan of The Simpsons? Uh, Not really. Uh, (laughs) I had a Homer Simpson shirt on. I was, I was like growing up and stuff, but I just, (laughs) it just got too, uh, too redundant. (laughs) Yeah, I've not watched Simpsons in probably. Sorry, Marcio. Something like six to eight yeah, years or something. I still watch it every week. No, but there was a joke on there which is really funny and it was, I forget what it, who said it and everything, but it, it was something about being a level five vegan and it was just a joke. It was, it was kind of <laughs> making fun of how we, you know, like how do you know yeah, yeah. someone's vegan? I have no idea. Because <laughs> we'll tell you. <laughs> okay, there it is. There's the joke. There it is. <laughs> so with with your your band Gentleman Hall, you had some pretty enviable success. You had placements in Target and Samsung commercials, and you're featured in TV shows like Nine Hundred Two One Zero and Pretty Little Liars. Um, how did those kind of placements come about? 
Um, well, in 2011, we were really fortunate um, to be the first independent band to play on the Billboard Music Awards. Oh, wow. Um, so that was a cool moment. Um, but after that, in, we, uh, we met um, some music licensing and sync people that you know, were really interested in our music. And, and they took our music and you know, made it happen, placed it in those, some TV and commercials and stuff. And it was really great. So. Cool. Yeah. And you left the band in 2014 uh, yeah, to do your, your, solos, your solo stuff. So how yeah. did you find the transition between being in a band and, uh, and then doing everything yourself? Um, it was tough, no doubt. Um, I was in the band for a long time. I was in the band for about six years. And um, the band was based out of Boston. So it was a big switch moving across the country over to Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely took a while. Uh, you know, I'd say it took the better part of this last year for me to just kind of get back on my feet and and figure out what it is, you know, I, I want to do. What was the reason? It. What was for the reason for leaving? It was a lot of things. Um, can't really pinpoint it to one thing. But throughout the uh, end of our time as Gentleman Hall, um, we were surrounded by some people that really didn't have our best interest at heart and, um, you know, really kind of jaded me to what everything had become, I suppose. Um, on top of that, I really, uh, really wanted to find my own voice as an artist and wasn't really allowed to do so in that situation. So, um, it was really important for me to step out and really, you know, kind of hit the reset button and, and figure out, you know, who I am and my own voice as an artist, as well as wanting to surround myself with the right people. I think so. that takes a lot of guts. Absolutely. It was, yeah. um, especially, it was probably you know, scary we, for you. It was. Um, it was uh, after building that group up for so long, and I literally put my whole life into it. Um, I believe it. So it was, uh, it was definitely a scary jump, for sure. Cool. Well, we're glad you did it because uh, your solo material is sounding amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. No yeah, I, from the first moment I heard it, I think it was uh, Walking Through the Fire that I heard yes, first. That, that I heard it and I just had this big smile on my face and I was like, yeah, this is what I want to be listening to right now Sweet. and for the next 15 minutes. Yeah, And, so and let's maybe do 20 minutes, 30 minutes. <laughs> you know? and, and I don't, that doesn't happen very often to me that I want to listen to something on repeat. So good, good job. Who produced really that? that? Who produced I that did. song? So yeah, um, I, Ross was telling me that. That's that's, a, that's one of the first things I said was that it's got such great production to it. Ah, thank you, thank you. Um, cool. I did have um, a friend of mine helped me with a, a, a bit of the product, production on that one. Sure. Her name is Mia Fitz. She is actually touring with Hosier right now. She oh, plays wow. keyboards for him. Um, so I actually ended up going over to Ireland and um, working on that tune with her a little bit. Um, and she has some really great ideas. So it was really that's fun awesome. to work with her. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you worked with the Grammy Award-winning engineer Tom Weir and musicians yeah. who have worked yeah. with some other pretty big names on the record. How do you uh, decide? Like Alanis Morissette and Christina Aguilera. I don't know. <laughs> you, I think you've never heard one of them. Day, <laughs> one day, maybe people will hear about them. And how did you decide who to work with on the record? Uh, that was a, that's a good question. Um, after I had moved to Los Angeles, I was um, kind of just poking around trying to find you know the right the right people to team up with and, and work with or the right studio to be at. And, um, I spent a while trying to find a, somebody to produce my stuff, which didn't really work out. Um, I couldn't really find anybody 
that I was really, that I really wanted to work with. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people out there that I love to work with, but I, you know, they're way beyond what I could, you know, reach or what I could afford. <laughs> um, so I ended up just producing it myself, but a friend of mine introduced me to Tom Weir. He's got a studio not far from me here in studio city. And, um, I went to his studio and he was a really nice guy. And, um, he, he kind of let me come into the studio. He taught me a lot of just what I need to know so I could do all my own engineering and a wow, lot of my own produ- production in the studio. So he helped me kind of get around, showed me the ropes in the, in the room. And, um, then from there I just kind of took it on my own. And then he would kind of come in and out of the room and I'd be like, Hey Tom, what do you think of this? Or, you know, can you help me with this drum sound or whatever? And, you know, he'd get his hands on it for a second and then he'd step out and then I'd just keep working on it. So it was a really cool That's relationship. valuable uh, advice. Yeah. Cause it was talented year much more hands-on for me, which was really important. Um, and I got to learn a lot from him. So very cool. And that lets your latest single charting at number one on hype machine. Yeah. on the Twitter chart. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was great. Um, a lot of people came out and supported me on that release, which I was really happy about. So very, very grateful cool. for. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, so obviously we've heard the first two tracks mm-hmm. from the yeah. EP. What can we expect from the other two tracks? Good question. <laughs> um, I, I'd say all four tracks on this EP are kind of standalone in their own sort of, you know, in their own light. Um, the other two tracks, um, one is very acoustic heavy, and another one is a little more synth heavy. Um, now, is that because you want to give people kind of a taste of different corners of your musicality? Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. that, but it's also just kind of what I felt the songs were calling for. True. You know, um, each song just kind of wanted to be something, its own thing. And, the way it um, should be. Yeah, so I, I just felt like, I guess those, each song, you know, demanded its own attention or it demanded its own sounds and stuff like that. So I just kind of went with, with that feeling. Awesome. Do you have a favorite? Uh, First Snow is probably my favorite. Cool. So uh, you have a new music video coming out, don't you? Yeah, I have a music video coming out very soon for Walking Through the Fire. Oh, which I'm really excited. excited about. Yes, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, basically I'm in the desert and um, I'm having these hallucinations. And each hallucination um, kind of represents a different obstacle in the journey of life for me or for for anyone. You know what I mean? So um I really think it's a cool concept and I'm really excited about it. I think it looks really awesome. Cool. Who directed it? Um, some, a friend of mine, um, Jacob Steen produced it and he found the directors, um, which are, um, Adam and Riza and I, their last names are escaping me at the moment. Sorry. I apologize. So cool. Yeah. Have you so. seen a rough cut of it yet? Yeah. It's the video is done. Oh, okay. You're just waiting to release. Yeah. Just waiting to release, yeah. Cool. I so, think we're all excited to see that. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 cool. I'm I'm pumped about it. So very very cool. Yeah. So having been a part of of a group before, as well as being a solarist, you have to have some funny stories that you might be able to share with us. Um, <laughs> go on. So no, go on. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So you must have some funny stories to share with us. Oh, ellipsis. I'm sure. <laughs> um. You know, it's, 
a lot of stories in the van, sitting in the van for 13 hours can be, uh, you know, 13 hours at a time can be pretty tiresome. So you find ways to pass the time. But, um, I think more than anything, it's just really interesting The you know, this music career is just so interesting because one minute you could be playing to an arena with five to 15,000 people. And the next minute you could be playing in a club to nobody. Mm-hmm. And, um, is that humbling? It is definitely humbling. It definitely put, keeps everything in perspective, you know, because I've kind of, I've seen both, you know, um, and um, it's, I, I think that's the, the way majority of careers go, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're lucky enough where you have these moments where you feel like you're on top of the world and you have these other moments where you're like, you know, feel like you're back down at the bottom of the barrel. I think that's what saying comes from like, be good to people on the way up because it's the same people you see on the way down. Yeah. And no one is at true. the top forever. You know, no, no one. No, no, no. There, there's no, there's really no, maybe Prince. Yeah. But, but I mean, <laughs> especially, and if you don't have an ego, I think there's, it's okay to be at the different levels as long as you're still doing what you love to do. You know, yeah. and, I, and I really respect the band. I can't think of one off the top of my mind, but I know so many bands that, you know, they're not at the top anymore, but they're still going. Be, and you know what I mean? And, it, and they still have their fan base. They just, you know what I mean? That they're, and they're still going and still having a very successful career. But totally. very few people I can think of are always at that. It's very, very rare to stay at that level. Yeah. Right? And I think that's really the key is, is you just keep going and you, you'll, find, you'll find moments of success or whatever mm-hmm. that is. But to me, I think success is really just doing it. You know, whether Absolutely. you're doing it on a small scale or a large scale. As long as you're doing it and you keep finding a way to do it, you're you're already successful. You Absolutely. Know? So that's really the important thing, you know. And then people will people will find you along the way. They'll they'll uh, latch on and then they'll go away. Then they'll come back and you know it's a uh, it's a kind of a revolving door or a Ferris wheel or something. Well, I kind of know. know what your answer is going to be to this, but what would you rather do? Would you rather be in a massively successful band and hate what you're doing? Or do something that you love what you're doing, maybe to a lesser amount. I, w- I don't want to say the word success. I want to say a lesser amount of mainstream awareness, maybe. Well, I, I, I can't. I, I couldn't do something I hated. I just, I couldn't do it. I would, I would rather do something I was really passionate about and I really felt strongly, you know, that it was speaking a message rather than, you know, just doing something like, I don't know, like One Direction Kids or something right, like that. Right, right, right. Uh, like, um, I'm sure they're my cousins. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) What inspires you to write? Um, everything life, my life inspires me to write, um, the world, nature, um, relationships, um, pain, not surfing. Sorry. <laughs> it's a bad, bad time for me to make a joke when you're saying pain. No, very, very true. That would, no, I love that. Surfing would be very inspiring. I'm just not very good at it. No, but, you, but then you spend all your time surfing and not writing music. No, that's, that's, kind of, that's why I stay away from it. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be doing music than, exactly. than surfing. But. Sorry, I cut you off when you said pain. And I think uh, I'm kind of one of those old school artists that consider like the best art comes from pain. And I kind of truly believe that. What's kind of your viewpoint on that? that, that not uh-huh. that good. Not, not that art can't come from other areas. I just think so some of the I, most, you know. So what's your what's your, what's your I, I point of that? Yeah, couldn't agree more. I really I really think um, the the best art kind of comes from the depths of your soul. So, you know, and I think that's what 
what really hits people when you when you when you're writing from that that place because it's it's a true vulnerability and I mean a lot of people aren't willing to go there and but people by listening to someone else being able to do that I think that it touches them you know deep deep to their soul like you said and allows yeah. that release even if they're not able to do it absolutely um, and able to express that themselves so I think that's kind of a gift that uh, a songwriter or any any artist uh, in many different mediums can share if they're willing to go to that depth. Which, what's the point otherwise? You know, if you're not willing to go to those depths, because I think that when people when people say they write to help yeah. others, that's what it really is. That's what it should be. I think. And I think you get that. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, couldn't like, sure. <laughs> I, I I really couldn't agree more. I think that's spot on. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. So what advice would you give to uh, a musician who wants to achieve the same kind of success? That I know, you, we hate uh, saying the word uh, I know, that's yeah. why I was, I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I need to think of a different word for success. But I think <laughs> you, you know what I mean, like someone yeah, I do. that wants to you know, be a working musician, um, what, totally. what would be the advice that you would give to them? And if I can add to that also, uh, an artist that might be in a situation that they're not happy in, and they aren't sure of what to do about that. Like, if you could also maybe sure. give some advice on that, I think that would be very, very helpful. Well, first, I would say, um, you know, it's really, like I said before, it's coming down to just doing it. Try to do it every day. Put put all your, your resources and your energy into being an artist if that's really what you want to do. It's not going to always be easy. You're not going to make a lot of money sometimes. Uh, probably most of the time, <laughs> but, um, if that's really what you want to do, you just have to go, you have to dive in. There's really no halfway being an artist or not. I feel like you're either an artist all the way or you're not, um, finding mentors, people that can teach you things, people that can, um, help bring you up and help bring your talents out. Um, those people are really important. They've been really important in my life through still from the time I was a kid till all the way until today. Um, I can't say enough about that. Um, what was your point, Marcio? Oh, uh, maybe maybe uh, an artist that is in a situation that they uh, that that they don't want to be in anymore, but maybe they feel like you know, for example, if they're in a band and and they don't they they might feel like they're letting the band down by leaving, but they're not happy. And it's kind of similar sure. being in a marriage or being in a relationship that you're not happy with, you know. But you have to do it sure. yourself. So. I'm wondering what you would, uh, having, having done that yourself, I'd like to know. I would say really, really try to t learn from your situation, whatever it is, you know, do that first and, and really try to learn from the people around you. And why isn't it, why is it not working? What is it? Is it you? Is it your ego? Is it your, mm. uh, is it, what are you you're not getting what you want? Are you not fulfilled? Why is it? Learn from everything around you, uh, before you make any sort of rash decisions, um, and other than that, just follow your heart. Just go with your gut. I think that's the most important thing. A lot of people are afraid to just go with their instincts and go with their gut and they're throughout life. And um, they'll find themselves later in life, you know, wishing they had tried something else. Beautiful. So, yeah. Beautiful. Are you ready for 20 questions? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start uh, this one off, Ross? Yeah, I think we already know the answer to this one. But uh, yeah. coffee or tea? Tea. Although I do like coffee, cold press sometimes. But you know, tea. I've never had cold press coffee. Really? Never. I'm not really a coffee guy, just because like the amount of caffeine in coffee would just have me like this like all the time. <laughs> I never. I just started drinking coffee this last year, oh, yeah. and um, it's it. I get the jitters from it. It's too <laughs> exactly. much. Too much caffeine. So just the smell tea. of it. Um, <laughs> meat or veggies? 
veggies. Good. <laughs> CD, CD or vinyl? Vinyl. Star Wars or Star Trek? Ooh, Star Wars for sure. Canada or Scotland? I've never been to Scotland. I, I can't really answer that, so I have to say Canada, just because it's my next door neighbor. There we go. I've never been. You've got to be nice to your neighbors. We're, we're on top. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what. I, what Scotland's like. I have no idea. So well, it's like Canada, it's awesome. but better. So <laughs> <laughs> and much smaller. <laughs> much smaller. Yeah. yeah. Much smaller. How about? Yeah. That's I like your answer. We'll stick with that. Twitter or Facebook? <laughs> Twitter. Yoga or yogurt? Both. Cool. You ever had yogurt like while doing yoga? <laughs> while doing yoga? Like, no. You're like think. pigeon pose or something. Or like <laughs> downward faces. I'll go. <laughs> Breaking Bad or House of Cards? House of Cards for sure. Have you watched it? Started the third season yet? I watched the whole third season. Yeah. You know what? It didn't hook me. Like I'm still going to watch it, but maybe it was just the wrong time. It didn't hook me like the first two seasons. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. The writing on the show is too Oh, good. I know. It's phenomenal. I know. The whole, I've still uh, never watched any of it, but oh, it's, wow. on my, it's on my to-watch list. Um, I'm currently distracted by the Orphan Black and Scandal right now, so uh, it's still it's on the list, but it's okay. not a chance yet. <laughs> Indie or major? Indie. Bob Marley or Bob Dylan? Marley. Minnesota or California? Minnesota. Friends or Seinfeld? Neither. Oh, what about a third one? Can you give another uh, sitcom? Uh, I don't know. I've never got into sitcoms. Really? No. no how, about, how about, okay, actually, never mind. It's two questions. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Manson. Cool. The Simpsons or Family Guy? Uh, <laughs> South Park. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a great option. <laughs> Can I throw that option. one in there? I haven't, you know, have to catch up on the latest season. Yeah, okay. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. Twerk or work? Twerk while I work. Ah, <laughs> multitasker. There we go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? Who's the first one? Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Should I know who that is? Oh. Canadian. He's uh, the original guy who started The Office. The original. Oh, okay. I'll s- him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we he, also host, he also hosted. <laughs> yeah, he also hosted. Was it the Emmys? A few times. Uh, and he okay. was like so, like so outrageous. People hate. Uh-huh. Well, everyone yeah. loved it, but the celebrities hated it because he brought them down to, like, you know, <laughs> the level of normal human being. <laughs> Whale or kale? Ooh, in terms of eating? We don't, we don't know. It's just rhyme. <laughs> yeah, whale. It's just, like, it's rhyme. Kale? Oh, you're from... Oh, whale. Whales. Okay. All the way. Okay. Whales. Uh, Bette Midler or the Riddler? The Riddler. And finally, the last question, which is probably the most important question that you'll be asked in... My lifetime. I was just going to say this interview, but sure, your lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Ross or Marcio? Oh, God, you guys, man, that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been called, it's been called many different things, but that's the first time that question has been called dirty. And I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Bridge the Atlantic. I like it. 
I like it. We'll stick we'll with that. We'll, that we'll co- you know that. what? That, that question I, used to be funny to me. Now it just makes me uncomfortable. As uncomfortable <laughs> as it gets me, we just switch it. How do how do people have picked? How do <laughs> and yeah. then I'm just like, oh, thanks. People answer that question. The best part is that Ross once we once had a guest early on in our in our show a few months ago that was actually a friend of Ross, and they had just met me, but they totally jumped on saying me. And I was just yeah, like, of course, it had yeah, to. Okay. <laughs> what have you been listening to lately? Do you have any music recommendations for our listeners? I do indeed. Here, let me pull up my playlists of as of late. Um, I really love Little Dragon. They're probably one of my favorite bands right now. I love her voice. She's. Made, you guys ever listen to them? No. Really? You've never checked never. out Little Dragon? Never heard of Little Dragon, check, no. Check yeah, absolutely. That's what this show's all about. Sharing, uh, finding and sharing new music. Yeah. I really like the new AWOL Nation record. That's really cool. Is there a brand new one out? Uh, it's new-ish. Okay. Only months old. Well, I've not heard anything oh, okay. that they've done recently, so yeah, I'll need to check that out. Okay. They, I like their yeah, their, their latest record, I think it's a few months old, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it came out at the end of 2014. Um... Uh, I also really like Young the Giant. I think they're a great band. They um, they've been working really hard. They tour a lot. Um, let me see. I love David Byrne. I love Saint Vincent. Um, AFX Twin is an old one that I like oh, yeah. a lot. Um, I really dig Portugal the Man. Yaysayer, James Blake, Haim. Just so many. So many, too many. I mean, absolutely. I don't know. It's actually this, not. This it's is not kind, really of a, too many. <laughs> kind of a testament to the to the world we live in today. Because I'd be the same way. I'd be like, my favorite bands. Let me look at my yeah. iPhone. Oh yeah, look at yeah. my iPhone. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I can't blank. be bothered to remember. No, I, <laughs> I just think of them all. Uh, Sunlocks. Have you heard of Sunlocks? No. No. Just check him out. He's really cool. Uh, oh. Sufjan Stevens. No. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Sufjan Stevens. Awesome. Um, Jungle. Jungles, have you heard of Jungle? I've no. heard the name, I don't know. Okay. I'm so out of the loop right now. <laughs> They're sweet. Um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr., have you heard of them? No. No. Just definitely check them out. They're sweet. Cool. Awesome. And where can people find you online? Good question. They can check me out on my website, kobemike.com, or social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, kobemike, C-O-B-I-M-I-K-E. SoundCloud. Um, I'm pretty. We should active. say that Facebook is Kobe Mike Music. Correct. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. But Facebook Twitter is, is Kobe. Kobe Mike. Right. Yeah. Twitter and so, Instagram is Kobe Mike. Facebook is uh, Facebook.com/slash Kobe Mike. Well, that's Kobe with an I. Yeah. So cool. This has been awesome. Thanks so much for coming yeah. on our show, man. It's yeah. A pleasure Thank you for having me. You. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Please absolutely. come back again yeah. soon. Yeah, I'm really uh, looking forward to hearing the rest of that EP. And, yes. Uh, and and uh, seeing the music video as well. It sounds like it would be really cool. Right yeah, on. so keep us in the loop, and best of luck with everything, man, and uh, so kudos much. to you for following your heart and doing what you want to do with your life, awesome. because we have one, right? Awesome. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah. As we know. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Oh. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.